Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. I am Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to start with a question for you. And the question is, if you were to look at your spending currently, does it match your priorities? Really think about that question because I think many people have heard the question. And like at first, I don't know about you, Alex, when I, when I first heard this question, I'm like, oh, that's a really good question. And then I moved on. Right, when because we all just kind because of life happens, right? <laughs> and we all kind of go, hey, that's a really good question. Yes, of course I'm doing that. And when we actually dig into it, very few of us, even the few of us that are really intentional with our finances, is this actually true? So we're going to give you two steps to help you answer this question and and genuinely answer the question because I think while many of us answer the question innately when we hear the question, this will actually maybe prove to yourself either you're right or maybe this is a different perspective of the question that you'd never thought of. And, and for a lot of us, this like these questions might be the first time you've heard some of these ever. Um, and so it, it might take some reflection and some thought and, you know, it, it might be, you know, worth sitting down and having a beer or going out in the woods and going for a walk or, or whatever you do to, to get introspective to, to actually just sit with this and really think about it and mull it over for, for, a little bit of time so it's not just a knee-jerk reaction or an, uh, a quick answer to to the question so the first part about this question that we're going to help you analyze and for those of you who've been listening for a little bit know that i am not the analytic <laughs> between the <laughs> two of us so what analyze, are you trying to say here, analyze might be the wrong term think about it, let's use that is priorities right and so what we're going to talk about in terms of priorities is it, we're going to ask you another question funny funny uh <laughs> but the question is to help you look at what are your priorities is define for you and maybe with your spouse what is a good life or what's a rich life, what's a wealthy life, however you want to look at that. And this is not necessarily financially related, like how much money you want to have saved or be earning, but what life, what in life's going to make you happy? Yeah, contemplate. I, so I've got uh, one client who absolutely just loves flying. And so like one of the things that we sat down and, and did quite a while ago was, you know, create a plan for how to get him a plane and, you know, what, what that would look like, why it's important, what it would do for, for him, for the family, for things of that nature. And like that just became a part of like what we were doing to, to accomplish goals for, for that particular family. And so when we talk about, you know, a good life or a rich life or a wealthy life or, or, or whatever it is, 
sure it could be the attainment of, of a physical thing like that. Uh, it could also be uh, more of a, an emotional state or, or, you know, one of the things that, that you and I hear quite a bit, Ryan, is I just want to be comfortable. Like I, I want to feel safe. I want to feel secure. Okay, great. Let's let's dig into what has to occur for that to to happen, and like that's when we start really kind of peeling back that onion and and getting into the layers of what that means for our for our clients. Yeah, oftentimes, if we were to ask you to okay, what was a great moment or time that you had where you were just really happy? For not just like a moment in time, like for that minute, like the day you bought your first house or the day you bought a brand new car, not that type of thing, but what was an experience where it wasn't just a brief like day, like what was a time frame where you just felt really happy and what was going on? Right? For for me, it's always tied back to the experience and with my family and what we were doing together. That's really what brings everything back for me. Yeah, well, and, and to, to your point, it could still be some of those things, but at the same time, it's it's not the like for the house, for example. It's not the attainment of the keys. Although if you're the first person in your family to to buy a house, like sure, that's going to be a momentous occasion. But I, I mean, I think I think back to to when my family bought our current home, and, and that was it was just a wonderful couple months, and, and it it wasn't the new house. Although you know, I kind of thrive on on change and and really relished kind of moving in and and settling into the new home. But it was spending time with my family out on the back deck. It was going for walks in the neighborhood and not having to worry about cars whizzing past us. Uh, I mean, it was it was things like that where it was it was really just enjoying the new home, not because it was a new home, but because of all the things that it did for for our family. You know, getting to kick a soccer ball around in the backyard with my daughter. Now, we could have done that at the old house for whatever reason we didn't, um, you know, and just like there was a, a magical, you know, kind of two month time period when we first moved into our home that was really just I, I, magical is about the best way I can describe it. Yeah, so that experience is what, it, that, you know, that's what is defining the good life for you. And while buying the new home was a financial decision and it, it obviously needed money to, to for it to occur, really it was that experience that you just explained, kicking the ball in the backyard with your daughter. That's the piece that is what made you happy. And oftentimes when we talk to people, they bring up like, I want to make sure my house gets paid off or like specific instances like that. We always followed up with a question of, okay, once the house is paid off, then what? What will you do next? Like, wh what does that mean to you? What does that really allow? Right. Like maybe by getting the house paid off, then all of a sudden you're able to go, you can quit your current job and go do something that you've really been wanting to do and not have fear of, of income going down. 
right? The job, that that happiness of doing something that is maybe a hobby for you, all of it becomes reality for you. Right. Or maybe it's that you have the travel bug. And so by paying off the mortgage, you now have, you know, a certain number of dollars that you can then put towards travel. And you don't have to worry about where the money's coming from or what you're going to do with it or things of that nature. Um, so, I mean, it's everyone has their own set of priorities. And, and the amazing thing is that when we don't think about it and we don't focus on it, as Americans, we're, we're all goldfish. <laughs> whatever, whatever our bowl is in terms of income, we will grow our expenses to fit that bowl. And if it's not done intentionally and not done with conscious thought, it is so easy to get our spending and our priorities, like what we actually say, these are the things that are important to us. It is amazing how quickly those get out of alignment. Which takes us to step number two. Once you have a good understanding of Really, and having that conversation with your spouse is ultra important, by the way, because if your spouse has a different <laughs> definition, that's a problem. It's not that they have to be exact, but they have to be on the same page to some degree, right? Yeah. And if not, it's important to recognize it and to figure out a way for, for you and your spouse to get to the point where you're comfortable with whatever it is that you're doing. Um, you know, and if that's uh, like taking vacations to different places or uh, spending money differently or, or figuring out how you're allocating money, uh, by all means, it, it's, it's worth having those conversations. And at the same time, man, it's going to be so much more challenging if you guys are on different pages uh, with what you want money to actually do for you. And the sooner that you can figure that out and the sooner that you can, can get to something that is, is similar or, or at least headed in the right direction, uh, the same direction as each other, uh, the easier life is going to be. Otherwise, it's going to be a constant battle over over funds and how to spend money. So once we have both spouses on the same page and defined what a good life is, then we encourage you to go back and look at the last four weeks. Pull up your, your bank account and look at where your money has gone in the last four weeks, right? And a lot of times, like if we're talking, you know, a lot of people use their credit cards and then they pay off the credit cards every month. So pull up the credit card statement. And a lot of credit card companies nowadays, you can look at essentially categories of where your money has gone mm -hmm. and analyze, okay, is my spending allowing me or matching what I just described as a good life? And, and you can get, dive into the weeds here, right? Like maybe you've got subscriptions that you haven't looked at in months, <laughs> right? And this isn't, you know, again, I always bring this up, but this is not the conversation around stop going to Starbucks. However, if you look at your money spending and you're spending money in a bunch of different places, in, in a certain place where you're like, I don't even know, like that place, maybe that's a reason to not go there. Or maybe, you know, the place that I keep spending money at, I really, it doesn't bring me any value. Or it's not that important to me. 
all of a sudden you can start look at your spending from a different viewpoint to match that life that you that you want and have and maybe that allows you to deploy your money differently yeah, it certainly gives you a different lens at looking thing looking at your spending through of like okay what's important and more importantly asking the question why why is it important how do we how do we change these things how do we fix these things yeah, if the plane is really important because maybe you're going to quit and go be a pilot somewhere well if all of your money is if you're not saving at a good enough clip well that airplane is clearly not the priority then right which is fine i'm not saying that okay maybe you just found that out maybe you've been talking about a plane but it's really not the priority or maybe it's just like well crap that just is a smack in the face and i just haven't looked at it from that perspective yeah it's uh like this is gonna if done properly this is likely going to cause you to to do some soul searching and to to really think about how and when and why you're spending money uh and, and we don't we don't do it to like guilt trip people or or anything of that nature the the whole goal is to make sure that uh, again like we don't care like what the the outcome of this is what we care about is that your financial resources work the way in which you want them to if whatever you're doing with money right now isn't bringing you value wouldn't you want to know that and wouldn't you want to change that i'll give another personal example i love going out to eat like i actually love going out to eat however i love going out to eat at good restaurants that provide excellent experiences and i know that's like corny to say it's such a millennial thing to say but i i really enjoy going to restaurants and and having a good server having conversations with the server like i just enjoy that my wife and i looked at our bank account statements and this is now probably five years ago or so and we were going out to eat almost every dinner and some of you are listening while well, you were doing what you like to do ryan you like going out to eat what what we came to realize was we start looking at the actual places we were going to and really we were going out to eat out of pure laziness for most of those restaurants it was the fact that neither of us really wanted to go home to cook. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, st I still love going out to eat, but now it's changed. We still go out to eat, not nearly as much, because now it's more of we, we have, A, we've just established a routine, but B, we pick and choose to go to restaurants that we truly enjoy. And obviously, I'm not going to go to the same restaurant every night. I guess you could. <laughs> Alex is looking at me like, well, you could. I, I couldn't because I would get mid for a week and I'd get bored with that restaurant and I wouldn't want that. I didn't uh, reallocate. I didn't reallocate and, and like save a bunch of money. I'm just, I'm giving you a real example here. We actually just stopped going out to eat. And what we did was now we go out to eat and we go to really nice dinners where we were spending 50 or 100 bucks a meal every night now when we go out and maybe it's once or twice a month sometimes three or four times a month we spend three or four hundred or more per meal right but you're getting what you love and it, it's exactly. it's much more it's much more fulfilling 
to to accomplish what you're you're actually doing. Um, no, the reason for the face, Ryan, was because like I know that you've got a routine where like every Friday night you go to the same spot and you talk about like the the like four or five servers that you know by name and that they know like oh okay Ryan's here so I better get him his uh, smoky old fashioned. Um, that, cheers that of- ex- the show cheers explains who i am to a t now i'm not gonna i don't even want to know who alex thinks what character i play but i actually love going to places mm-hmm. where they know who i am and i'm i'm literally singing a song in my head right now but i, I just enjoy that and i the like getting to way- know that the answer, by the way, is yeah, is yes. <laughs> That's true. I probably do play all of them at some point. But I like getting to know the servers. Like, I know many of their family, like, what's going on there. Like, I, I genuinely get to know them, and I like that aspect. So the reason I bring this story up is that's just a simple story where I didn't necessarily save any more money. I was just more purposeful with it. Now, I could have saved the money if I wanted to and needed to in other areas because something else was more of a priority. So I, I, I challenge our listeners, Alex, to look at their spending and, and see, are they doing it in some capacity in that manner? Oh, absolutely. It, well, it's a, it's a great experience to, to go through, um, you know, if for no other reason than, than to become more aware of it. Um, and to take a look at like, okay, where am I spending money? And, and does that, does that fit with what I'm trying to accomplish? Does that fit with my goals? Does that get me to where I want to go? Does it, does it help me? Does it help my family? So the two steps that we're talking about here to the question around, does your spending match your priorities? A, let's define priorities. So define good life for you. Have that conversation with you and your spouse. And then second step is, okay, now that you understand that and have it come to an agreement or, or really uh, can visualize that, now go back and look at your spending, pull up the last four weeks and really check, does it align with that definition that you came up with? Absolutely. And that... Uh... That really brings us to our question of the day. And what, what we're looking for to, to hear from you guys is define for us. What, what is a good life for you? How do you go about defining it? Like we gave you a couple different things of, of how you might be able to go about doing it. But this is truly a personal thing. So we look forward to hearing from you guys around you know, what is a good life? How do you define it? So head so on head over on. to beer and money or beer and money. Uh, .net and uh, scroll down to the bottom. There's a place where you can go ahead and plug in the uh, the question of the day uh, and the answer to that. Uh, if there's a, a topic that you guys want to hear about in the future, by all means, let us know. If you're you're curious to have a 30 minute conversation with either Ryan or myself, let us know, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. As always, we hope this episode had you think differently about your finances. We hope it was valuable. And Mr. Collins, cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only, and it's not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. 
Therefore, the information should be relied upon only coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Fifth Avenue Securities Guardian or quantified financial partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California 91711, 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, Membra, Memra, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian.